This is Dan DeMarco, and you are listening to Across the Board on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Mike Flanagan, and you're listening to Across the Board on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Greg Gilchrist, and you are listening to Across the Board on the Compliance Podcast Network. This is Bart Peterson, and you are listening to Across the Board on the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm a compliance evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to episode 22 of Across the Board. Across the Board is a podcast which focuses on risk management and the use of strategic risk, corporate governance at the board of director level. Today, I have back with me Sheila Huda. Sheila is a well-known thought leader and writer about corporate government governance issues and the strategic management of risk by the board of directors. This podcast continues my celebration of the Land of 1000 podcast, where Sheila takes a look at the changes in corporate governance that she has observed over the past five years and where corporate governance may be going in the future. It's a fascinating exploration of where we've been and where we may be going at the board of directors level. As always, Sheila's thought-provoking and insightful commentary help guide us in our thinking as well. I know you will enjoy it. Across the Board is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another very special episode of Across the Board. Uh, In this episode, I have back with me uh, my personal favorite and also fan favorite, Sheila Huda. Sheila is a well-known speaker, thinker, and uh, lecturer and teacher on corporate governance at the board of director level and on the management of strategic risk. She also sits on boards of directors. So, Sheila, uh, first of all, welcome and thank you uh, for taking the time to visit with me today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Sheila, as you know, I'm uh, in the midst of a celebration of uh, having 1,000 podcasts. And as part of this celebration, I've asked uh, people such as yourself to reflect upon uh, your experiences and your uh, specific subject matter expertise really over the past five years, which is the time I've been podcasting. So uh, with that introduction, I was wondering if you might share with us some of your thoughts of where you have seen uh, board of directors, the uh, strategic management of risk, and these issues uh, come, go, and over those times, and where it may be going forward. Sure, sure. Um, I thought uh, before I talked about the major shifts in corporate governance over the last five years, perhaps it would make sense for us to step back and talk about some of the key changes that have occurred across the global landscape in the same time frame. So we are talking about, say, the last five years. What we have seen are a couple of very dominant uh, themes. Uh, I outlined six of them, with the first being the accelerating pace of technology disruption and the emergence of new technologies that are now almost mainstream. Blockchain, artificial intelligence, sensors, drones, internet of things, augmented reality, virtual reality. The list is endless. And the space of technologically driven disruption is increasing. Second, we are also seeing wealth increase globally 
especially in developing and emerging markets. Third, we are seeing changing demographics and the rise of the millennial generation. And this generation is really the path forward because they've all brought, been brought up on wealth and technology access. At the same time, we are, because of technology and information access, we are seeing rapidly changing customer preferences, a greater focus on personalization and immediate um, you know, re receipt of the services or needs. On a large scale, we are witnessing big social movements like the Me Too movement. We are seeing an increasing focus on wealth and, and the sharing economy and an increasing recognition of environmental and climate change risks. Lastly, we're also seeing the power and stature of institutional investors, primarily the big index funds, getting to be more predominant. Now, the six or seven key themes and changes that we've seen across the global landscape over the last half decade continue, but the prior themes like geopolitical changes, legislative and regulatory changes also continue apace. So the new changes continue on top of what I call the former or prior changes that have always occurred across the landscape. Now, each of these major shifts ultimately has a bearing on corporate governance. And I outline around seven major changes that I believe have been predominant on over the last half decade on corporate governance. The first would be increasing board oversight of strategy and risk. This oversight has risen literally to the top of most boards' agendas. As we know, boards are charged with providing oversight of the long-term health and performance of the company on behalf of shareholders. This is their fiduciary responsibility. And in this era of rapid disruption, which is bringing both opportunities and new and emerging risks, like cyber and loss of data privacy and potential reputational damage. This oversight role on strategy and risks on the, on, on the part of boards to retain their competitive advantage in this era of disruption is, is really becoming extremely important and being a top agenda item. The second, and this is very much in sync with my first point on board oversight of strategy and risk, is boards are increasingly focused on culture as a strategic asset. Now, as we know, culture provides an alignment of behaviors that could promote value creation in a company 
if it's positively fostered and managed. And strategy cannot be implemented unless it is in sync with culture. You know, we remember the, the words of the famous management guru, Peter Drucker, who said, culture eats strategy for breakfast. Therefore, in this disrupted environment, culture becomes the one unique asset that companies and boards can focus on as it, as it enables the company to adapt and innovate and take risk in this environment. The third major item that is now increasingly at the top of board agendas is the oversight of talent. With rapid change, talent is increasingly now being recognized as a strategic differentiator for innovation, for risk-taking, and for sustaining the positive value creation and performance of the companies. Boards are increasingly mindful of the fact in the context of new technologies, rising automation, uh, displacement of workers, demographic changes, rising focus on wellness, values, respect, the Me Too movement. We have boards asking questions around a whole new set of talent considerations, including investment in skills for the company at present and the future and what the gaps are, what is the job redesigns that would be required with increasing automation, what are some of the new workforce models with the gig economy and the sharing economy, and then what are the new incentive structures to motivate and leverage talent with employees and the supply chain potentially having a completely different set of values and orientation. So talent and oversight of talent is a third major change that has risen to the top of board agendas. The fourth is increased shareholder engagement, dialogue and disclosure around governance, board composition, strategy, and compensation. And we have all seen, you know, and read about and witnessed public proxy fights, increased adoption for proxy access. Further, with the increasing stature and power of the investor community, boards now have to deal with both large institutional investors, largely index-oriented, that tend to have a longer-term focus, be more focused on governance and you know, the broader societal impact. And at the same time, they potentially also have to deal with activist investors who could be potentially more short-term oriented. Therefore, all of this you know, the rise of the power and stature of the investor community, along with regulator scrutiny, has necessitated that boards 
have more engagement, communication, and disclosure. The fourth uh, point, or should I say the fifth uh, theme that is running across boards in terms of their governance and oversight is the focus on board quality and composition. We are seeing greater attention to director skills and skill matrices, board evaluation and refreshment processes around age and term limits. We are seeing focus on overboarding, onboarding, and diversity. Therefore, board quality and composition is also getting a lot of attention on board agendas. The sixth key theme that's running across the corporate governance landscape is that environmental, social and societal, climate change and sustainability issues are becoming mainstream. This is also evidence as boards respond to the social and environmental issues that are dominating most shareholder proposals during proxy season. So in response to this uh, requirement that's coming out from shareholder proposals, boards are incorporating these issues and thoughts into their strategic and risk management processes. And lastly, the seventh key theme that I'm seeing across the corporate governance landscape is that overall institutional stewardship has increasingly, uh, is increasingly getting improved. Institutional investors are increasingly mindful and accountable about how they manage their voting power to steer good governance and corporate performance. And we are really seeing this in a big way with the three largest index invest investors who are really concentrated and control, I would think, uh, over well over 50% of all institutional assets. And we are seeing their frequent calls and focus on good governance, corporate responsibility, towards both society and for diversity. Therefore, with these um, seven key themes across that I've outlined across the corporate governance landscape, and I quickly reiterate, it's board's oversight of strategy and risk, board focus on culture, board's increasing focus on talent, uh, boards increasingly engaging with shareholders with improved dialogue and disclosure around governance, board composition, compensation, and value creation. Boards focusing more on quality and composition of their own boards. Boards being increasingly and mindful about environmental, social, and climate issues on their agendas, and the overall improvement 
of institutional stewardship and greater accountability about how investors manage their voting powers. So I see these key seven themes running through the corporate governance landscape. And I would say in conclusion, over the past half decade, that corporate governance has evolved. It has grown up, I would say, with a sharper focus on transparency, disclosure, and dialogue with stakeholders. We are also seeing the timely and improved strategic relevance and attention to the opportunities and risks brought on by disruptive elements. As boards respond to all the global, economic, geopolitical, technological, and social landscape changes. Therefore, my headline conclusion is, change is constant. And along with change, we expect continued scrutiny and heightened expectations that boards will face from regulators, investors, and stakeholders. What we can now continue to see based on our learning and observations over the past five years is an even more positive evolution of corporate governance in the decades ahead. Thank you. So, Sheila, if I could... Uh maybe pick up on your last point and going forward. Uh, you have the opportunity to work with boards, to speak to boards, to help boards not only understand uh, really these changes that you articulated, but how boards uh, should deal with them in the future. And I wanted to ask you, uh, how, do you find boards are eager for education, are eager for training, are eager for uh, information which would help them uh, manage uh, some or all of the risks that uh, new risks and disruptive risks that you've articulated? You know, my headline answer to that is a resounding yes. Uh, the changes that are coming through, both opportunities and risks, uh, are so big and they are so new and potentially overwhelming and disruptive, correct? Uh, companies may not get sustained over the longer term. We are seeing many, many companies going out of business or being rendered irrelevant. So both are focusing on getting uh, prepared, getting organized, getting very well educated. You're seeing that uh, board members attend conferences, bring in outside experts, uh, constantly being engaged and involved to keep on top of all these um, uh, increasing changes. Because, you know, ultimately, boards are charged with the sustainability of the company. It is their fiduciary responsibility. And uh, they've got to be the buck stops with the board. So, yes, the answer is education and being constantly um, observing and vigilant are key requirements for a strong uh, board member. And Sheila, I'd like to sort of end our uh, visit today with the following topic. Uh, 
You have articulated, uh, if not new, perhaps different or different focused risks that a board must deal with. In my uh, business experience, it has been that uh, increased risk actually can present increased opportunity. You consistently talk about the strategic management of risk. So do you see these risks creating greater strategic opportunity for boards and their companies going forward? Definitely. You know, it's like the two sides of a coin, correct? Um, With all these risks and disruption that's coming, you're having greater opportunities to meet changing customer needs. Uh, We didn't have um, blockchain before, but if with blockchain, potentially you'll have greater efficiency. With artificial intelligence, you can meet greater needs and uh, have a better insight into customer needs and trends and create products and services. Uh, With the Internet of Things and greater connectedness, you can have everything from utilities uh, linked with a safer home to insurance. You know, so what I'm saying is all of these bring about risks because cyber and data privacy and reputational risk can blow up any minute, but they also are bringing about a whole new set of opportunities that companies can either gravitate towards or choose to invest in or do something completely different. So the answer to that, again, is a change brings about resounding opportunities as you deal with risk. Sheila, unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I wanted to thank you. I've been visiting with Sheila Huda. Sheila is a well-known uh, writer, thinker, and uh, subject matter experts on boards, boards gov- board governance, and management of strategic risk. Thank you again, and I look forward to continuing the conversation. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of Across the Board. I hope you'll join us again for another episode, which we posted in the next couple of weeks. Across the Board is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.